listening to the SSPX podcast and we're interrupting the normal flow of episodes in the Crisis in the Church series for this special interview. Please enjoy. We spoke with Father Thomas Anoda earlier in the spring, just after the Society of St. Pius X officially opened its first priory in Japan, after having served it for many years from other locations like Singapore. The Stella Matutina Priory, overseen by Father Anoda, is a sign that slowly but surely, tradition is taking root in Japan. We spoke with Father for just over 30 minutes or so about his story, the sometimes violent history of Catholicism in Japan, and what he sees for the future of his country. He asked me just before the interview if he could say a few words about the special history of Nagasaki for Catholics in Japan. As an American, I wasn't going to bring up this horrific bombing of Japan during World War II during this interview. I didn't know what the proper boundaries are in this case, but I am so glad he wanted to bring it up. When you hear it, I think you'll agree that it led to one of the most inspiring moments throughout all our episodes on this entire podcast. With that said, let's join Father Anoda here on the SSPX Podcast. Welcome to the SSPX podcast, and we are uh, privileged to have a special guest join us today, and that is Father Thomas Anoda. Hello, Father. How are you? Hello. Fine. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me oh, to join. Oh, no, very good. It's uh, it's our privilege to have you, and uh, and we've heard so much about uh, the mission of the Society of Saint Pius the Tenth in Japan, and and the work that is going on, uh, and we wanted to have you on and talk just a little bit because, well, first. It's interesting, and, and also uh, there's a new priory uh, that was just just started, just founded in uh, in Tokyo. Um, and so, but first, we wanted to ask: Could you tell some of our listeners a little bit about you and and uh, who you are and how you became a priest, Father? Well, uh, I, I I was born in Japan. Uh, with my Japanese parents, and I grown up and educated uh, totally in in Japan uh, as common Japanese until, by grace of God, I was baptized at the age of sixteen, and uh, it was Christmas Day of wow. nineteen eighty, and uh, so I started practice faith. Uh, well, uh, say rosary, attend the mass, but though it was new mass, I, I, I. Somehow our parish priest was very conservative and uh, he insisted the devotion to the Holy Eucharist and the Blessed Virgin Mary. And uh, uh, and then I went, when I uh, entered, uh, well, I studied university, I discovered traditional mass and also uh, I, I realized that the traditional was conservative Catholics are persecuted. And, I, and the, the good Catholics are looking for good priests who honor the Blessed Sacrament, love Our Lady, and have devotions to, to all the, the church past. And uh, well, I, it, I discovered it was very rare. Uh, well, uh, I consulted my parish priest who uh, encouraged me to enter a seminary in Archbishop's first, so uh, after my university, I entered the seminary at Flavin, 1987, and so I engaged myself to the Society of and February 2nd, 1988, and ordained priest by His Excellency, by Bishop. Uh, Alfonso de Guarreta, 
in Econ, 19, wow. So you you were at the seminary and, at the uh, same time that, that yes. the Archbishop was there, at least for for a short time. If yes, yes, yes. Well, Archbishop, uh, His Excellency was uh, uh, His Grace was in Econ, and however, oh, okay. I, I was in Slavini, but he came visited occasionally, and then he well. Uh, I, our, our batch was torn short and uh, received uh, cassock. And so when you were ordained then, uh, were you sent immediately back to Asia or did you spend time in other places? I was immediately uh, sent back to Asia, okay. but to the Philippines. And I spent uh, 27, 28 years of my priestly life as a missionary wow. in the Philippines. But together with the mission uh, to Japan, Korea, and other That's countries. wonderful. And now we are here today, and there's uh, finally, probably in your eyes, finally, a, a priory in, in the area of Tokyo. Uh, and that was just uh, this past January. Yes. Yes, right. Uh, officially, it opened of, uh, January 13th commemoration of the baptism of Lord Jesus Christ uh, with, with two priests, uh, Father Domone and Wonderful. myself. Wonderful. Uh, now, under the, yes, under the guidance of the, under that, uh, well, the, how are we named uh, with the help of it, the permission of Father Samas, our spirit of District of Asia, uh, Stella Matutina, the morning star, uh, to, to indicate this, that our ladies this is Our Lady's house, and she would uh, uh, somehow announce the rising sun, Jesus Christ, to over our That's nation, Japan. Well, you mentioned uh, Immaculate Heart overseeing uh, Japan. Could could we take a step back a little bit, Father, and uh, could you tell us about the history of Catholicism in Japan? Is is there a, a deep history of, of Catholicism there in Japan? Yes, uh, the history of Catholicism in Japan starts with St. Francis Xavier, who came the, as first missionary in 1549. And uh, when upon his arrival, the mission was successful. Uh, 100 years is called the Catholic uh, century of Japan. And uh, however, there was a Terrible persecution and long persecution uh, started uh, uh, in 1597 with uh, 26 uh, martyrs, the first martyrs. And uh, the persecution uh, was, uh, uh, was stronger, became stronger and stronger, and uh, it lasted for 250 years. With, with many devices to, to detect and prosecute and uh, execute Catholics. And in spite of all these seven generations without priests, the Catholic faith survived. And uh, when uh, Father Putijan uh, came to the land of Japan, uh, uh, he discovered the, the 
crypto Christians who was uh, the descendant of the the Catholics who were catechized, baptized by the the disciples of Saint Francesia. That is beautiful. Uh, and uh, well, uh, also the the first attempt to enter the missionary was the priest of the uh, foreign missionaries of Paris, a French priest, Father Foucault. He was he he arrived. Well, he wanted to enter Japan, but in vain. So the first thing he did is to consecrate Japan to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and that. Uh, triggered the opening of the ports and uh, allowing the faith into Japan. Wow. Also another beautiful story. Yes, it is. And and today, uh, Catholicism is not that, it, it's not a large uh, percentage of the population. Right. Uh, unfortunately, I think because of long history and the prejudice, uh, well, 400 years ago uh, it was flourishing but now it's uh, it's uh, it's time uh, it's we are suffering of the the long history and uh, we have only 400,000 baptized or registered catholics in 16 dioceses all japan so this but this presents only 0.3% of the total japanese population but that just means that there's room for growth, right, Father? Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, we are very happy for this perspective that we have lots of work to do and by, we have lots of grace to ask yes. uh, and we have lots of fruits to, to collect. Absolutely. Uh, in terms of uh, the traditional Catholic movement, uh, is, there, is there any... Uh, growth there. Uh, obviously, there is a there's enough now for there to be a priory in Tokyo. Um, but is there other other places in 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 Japan where there is a, a movement of traditional Catholics? Yes, traditional Catholics spread all over Japan. Uh, we have mainly two uh, regular missions: one in Tokyo and the other is in Osaka. And all in all, about one hundred twenty faithful uh, who okay. would come to attend the mass on Sundays with a variety of nationalities but we have people in Sapporo, Hokkaido or in uh, Aomori or, uh, or Iwate or, or Kyushu or other places and uh, so uh, Nagoya also and uh, if we are uh, well, we have enough manpower with enough priests. We would love to help them to reach out for those people who want to come but cannot come very uh, often, but only once a year or like this. Very limited. Sure. And and now that you have and, a uh, now that you have uh, a priory uh, there, uh, what are what are your plans? Do you have plans to try to? Um, build more mission chapels or to try to spread the message more? What, what are your ideas or, or plans for the, for the SSPX in Japan, Father? Well, uh, our, our plan well, is that, first of all, Our Lady, or Immaculate Heart of Mary, would be our really guide and our, our prioress 
to, to guide our, our mission. And we really wanted to uh, well, do her desire and uh, do work as her instrument, as her uh, uh, colleague and uh, or our instrument. And uh, so, uh, first, I, I think we want to show that we are really doing, continuing what Holy Catholic Church used to do and must do. Um, uh, uh, that we, what we are doing is really the continuation of the Saint Francesia, or the continuation of the faith of the martyrs and all our uh, predecessors, or the holy priests and bishops, and just continue under the guidance of Immaculate Mary. So, first, I think it's very important to emphasize our faith and spiritual life. And uh, I think it is echoes our uh, spiritual father uh, uh, Parellani's uh, idea that uh, we are called for this holy life to, to Catholic, live the Catholic faith. So, um, in this occasion, under the guidance of Immaculate Mary, uh, I'd like to, well, uh, somehow uh, commemorate, well, the emphasize, the, uh, the highlight, the to celebrate 150th anniversary of the proclamation, proclamation of the Saint Joseph as universal patron of the Holy Catholic Church. And we want to renew the consecration of the SSPX and, and especially our Japan mission to Saint Joseph, March 19th. And, you know, Saint Joseph was really protector of the Holy Family. He brought child Jesus to Egypt together with our lady. And I, we hope that, I hope that St. Joseph will bring charges together with our lady to Japan as a missionary. And he will help us to, 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 to protect the life, a spiritual life of Jesus Christ in Japan. And also, I, I think as a filial gratitude this year, I want to commemorate and uh, magnify the, the, the spirituality of the founder, our founder, Archbishop Lefebvre, uh, who passed away March 25th, and this is the 30th death anniversary. And uh, well, by grace of God, with the help of the people, with enough funds, we want to publish the Japanese translation of the biography of Archbishop, written by His Excellency Tissida Madure. Uh, we, we are working on it. And also, uh, in, in spirituality uh, line, uh, we, we have the first Holy Week in Tokyo ever, including the Easter Vigil. Uh, so it is a great event for the people in Tokyo. Uh, we want to make beautiful tenebre, the tridum, and uh, Easter ceremonies. The, uh, 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 all the ceremonies and uh, with a good preparation the beautiful ceremony in spite of our uh, um, uh, rented uh, just uh, ad hoc chapel 
And uh, so also this year I want to, 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 to give our love, our mission to the most sacred of Jesus because he loves us so much. He, he, he suffered, he gave his life, he, he gave his blood, his everything for us, for, to lead us to heaven. And, uh, well, at, at the proof, at the, at the exhibition of such, uh, tremendous love, I think we, uh, I think we, we want to return our love to Sacred Heart. And on, in this line, uh, we want to prepare ourselves, uh, faithful to love Sacred Heart Jesus and give our, our little, um, Thing to, to him, the Sacred Heart, and then by this, well, well, if we do and continue our, what we must do as Catholic, good Catholic, I think the rest will given to us, and so we 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 wish that we have a permanent church eventually in Tokyo. Oh. There's uh there's plenty to do, uh, and it, and it's and it's beautiful, Father, to hear that uh, it's not just about building churches or starting new things. It's uh, you you want to um, kind of promote the the faith, the spirituality first. That's that's the first thing, and the other things, like you said, will will follow. And and that's that's good to hear, Father. Um, could we speak a little bit about uh, do you? Do you stay now mostly in Japan, Father, uh, now that you have a, a home base? Um, or do you travel to other places? Do you visit uh, other mission chapels in various countries? Well, uh, well, uh, by grace of God, well, I have been always traveling to missions to a variety of places and uh, countries. But now I stay only in Japan. And just move inside Japan, and, uh, but uh, well, because it is because of uh, COVID nineteen, and if the restrictions go out, well, we hope to to help continue to help, especially our brothers and sisters in, in Korea, because Japan is normally in charge of Mission Korea and eventually other nations. Uh. Uh, Father, could we speak to you a little bit about about yourself uh, and and what is it about the the vocation that the last uh, two decades that you've had of being a priest? Um, what is what are some of the greatest joys that you have had either in uh, in providing or just simply being a priest? Well, the, my my greatest joy is that we I that I. Can say I can I have the privilege to offer holy sacrifice of mass according to the, the ancient venerable Roman rite, and this is a really really wonderful privilege that I appreciate and I thank God and I thank Our Lady I thank Archbishop for for for, for this privilege. The, I feel really this is the most important uh, joy and the most uh, deepest uh, joy. I mean, in, in, I am very in, in deep gratitude of Sacred Heart for this privilege. Uh, 
But also, if I have, uh, I can, uh, I'm allowed to mention, maybe I will have privilege to meet so many good people, so many holy souls in whole world, in many countries, even far from the cities or impossible places and even in maybe that I never expected like uh, in communist countries whatsoever but there are very holy good Catholic souls who are really looking for mass our Lord Jesus Christ and, and in love so I, I, these discoveries are really my greatest joy and uh, really thankful for this, edif- for this education of my soul. And uh, the, the, the really admire the grace of God working everywhere. Wow. Uh, yeah, the, you, you must have a thousand stories, Father. Uh, it's, and that's, that's beautiful. Um, on, on the opposite side of that, could you speak to some of the some of the challenges, some of the struggles that, that you have faced or that you are currently facing in your apostolate right now? Well, uh, well, I think everything is hands of God and everything, God's control and, uh, well, uh, well, but in spite of all, I realize the, the lack of capacity, lack of uh, manpower, that we see that we need to do this, the render service. We want to help such a such a soul the, for the education of the, the children or was help this and that. But, well, very limited resources we cannot extend. That's a heartbreaking and it's uh, it's a challenge. We we how I how we wish that we help all these people in the struggle and uh, to to bring them to to Jesus Christ. But sometimes it it's challenge. It's limited. I'm, we are limited. We can't do it easily. So this is most uh, I for me it's uh, uh, a pain and challenge. Also, uh, another thing is that there are prejudice and misunderstanding about the Catholic tradition, and in spite of all our goodwill, our our the the, the truth of history, and so evident, but somehow it's twisted and not well understood, and uh, the people speak somehow wrongly. So that's also another uh, challenge. Well, how well that we need to pray and uh, ask our Lord's uh, grace. Also, uh, in Japan, we have many uh, a variety of nationalities who who, who do uh, that who need our help. But sometimes a priest need to speak languages for them. Uh, uh, sometimes people don't understand Japanese or they have to hear confessions in or Portuguese or Spanish or, or, or Chinese. Wow. And so so I I think how I wish that we I can communicate with them with their uh, languages. But but we need 
more priests who had command of these languages too. Wow. Uh, that's, that's fascinating, Father. Uh, and, and one other thing that uh, we, had, we had discussed um, talking about here today, and, and that is um, the, the history of the, the city of Nagasaki. Uh, most most Americans, most Westerners, when they think of Nagasaki, think of uh, the horrors of of the atomic bomb. But there's a there's a totally different history with with Nagasaki when it comes to Catholicism in Japan. Yes, it's true. Uh, Nagasaki is a really really tiny uh, uh, tiny village before, but it started by a by the donation by a Catholic lord who donated part of Nagasaki to Jesuit. Mm. Uh, so Nagasaki starts from the very beginning of history. Nagasaki started as a Catholic mission center. From the very beginning until now, Nagasaki is impregnated with the history and blood of the faith and the martyrs. There is one place, it's called uh, Nishizaka where the first 26 martyrs of Japan blood their shed for the, as a witness, as a premise, the first fruit of the faith of Japan. Well, in this spot, little tiny place, more than 600 martyrs. And I was told that this is a very unique place to, to in just one place, so many peoples, uh, well, were tortured and uh, offer their lives as martyrs. And also in, in, in the, the several villages of small tiny villages of in Nagasaki, for instance, there is a Shitsu uh, in small village where the French missionary worked. Uh, now 800 faithful only, but there is a uh, uh, in, from this little village, the uh, blessed uh, Julian Nakaura was born, uh, or the two cardinals of Japan, or one bishop was was uh, produced, uh, or Urakami, the, the, the famous uh, cathedral uh, in, where the, the bomb, atomic bomb, exploded, and. So many vocations. From that uh, 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 parish, six bishops and 88 priests came, and uh, other uh, religious brothers and uh, sisters, and hundreds. Also, uh, well, well, I was told that uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki is completely different uh, characteristic uh, character as characteristics uh, thanks to catholic faith Nagasaki became somehow really the offering of the prayers and uh, uh, atonement of the sins of the world and uh, after the atomic bomb at the uh, uh, common funeral of the victim the, the, as a uh, President of the, uh, the the Faithfuls Association, uh, Doctor Paul Nagai, very famous man. Thank God for having chosen Nagasaki as a victim. That we are, that they, he encouraged uh, people Nagasaki, the faithful 
to offer their sufferings, their lust uh, for God as thanksgiving because of the God wanted uh, innocent souls to be offered to stop the war. And they did it. Also, Nagasaki is, is a place where the St. Maxim Kolbe also came and uh, spread the, the devotion to the Immaculata. And, uh, well, there are so many other things, but, uh, well, I, 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 I feel it's a pride of Japan. One of the most important elements of entire Japan. Wow. Well, it's, it's definitely something to be proud of. Father, uh, and uh, that that story of uh, Doctor Nagai saying, you know, we're we're happy that this happened. We we are offering this for for the war to be over, for the sins of of everyone. Um, even even the best Catholics often would not have that reaction that he did. Uh, it is it is edifying to, to hear. Wow. <laughs> Well, Father, it is it has been a joy to to speak with you. Um, before I let you go, I, I know you have plenty to do. Um, if the faithful want to help and want to learn more about uh, the work that you're doing, um, is there somewhere they can go to find out more information or to uh, maybe donate if they were able to? Well, if if they help us. Uh, we are very, very grateful. Well, especially I like you to pray for our mission. The prayers, your sacrifices are most appreciated, and we need your really uh, uh, ardent prayers for us to support because we only grace can touch and convert people. And uh, especially prayer uh, through the intercession of Our Lady Immaculate Heart of Mary. And, but if you would like to help us materially, you are, you are most uh, welcome. And we are very, very grateful. We are in deep gratitude because we also need some ammunition to, to reach out to souls. Uh, and, uh, well, uh, for the details, uh, uh, I think the best is that to, 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 to approach your priest in the United States or where else, whatever else, and then that you tell the priest that you want to, to give or donate this to the mission in Japan. And I think priest will be very happy to help us. Yes. And, and we will, we so will also provide some information here uh, too, so that people can, can help uh, as much as they can. Uh, there's Everyone needs help right now, but um, if someone is in, inspired by some of these stories and by the work uh, that our priests are doing, then maybe they can help a little bit, Father. Um, but thank you so much for taking the time. And, and more importantly, Father, thank you for all the work that you've done over the last two decades uh, in, in helping to keep the faith alive in, in your home country. It's um, a beautiful story and, and we appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening to and watching the SSPX podcast. The Crisis in the Church series is wrapping up shortly. We have two more episodes before we embark on new interviews and new series that will be coming very soon. In the meantime, if you like what you have been seeing and hearing, please consider a small donation to help support this work. It is free for you to listen to, 
to view, and to share, but you can imagine the resources this takes. Please visit sspxpodcast.com, click on the support link, and consider a small monthly donation of $5 or $10 or $20 if you can. If you're not able to support this apostolate monetarily, you can help still by sharing these episodes with friends and family members and by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And of course, the best thing to do is to help with your prayers. This project would be nothing without the priests who take their time to share their experiences and knowledge with us. So please pray for your priests. We'll see you next time with Father Wiseman here on the SSPX Podcast.